1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Straight Up Sabres presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, I'm Brendan. And I'm Taylor. And Taylor, we have a few bits of news to get into on this Monday. Starting off with Jack Eichel reporting for Sabres training camp. Still not traded, obviously, as he will be reporting this week. So we should see, we will see how that will go with him having to get his physical. On top of that, with camp starting this week, Rasmus Stalin is still not signed. Of course, the Sabres have. The RFA rights to the former first overall pick, and it is just a waiting game now to see whether or not they will commit long-term to him or give him a bridge deal. And finally, a shake-up at WGR 550, as the instigators are no more. The show will continue, but without original hosts Craig Grave and Andrew Peters, with Brian Duff and Marty Baran taking over hosting duties. So Taylor, let's start off with Eichel. We've talked about this a bunch over the past few weeks. I mean, we've been talking about it for months now, but it's reached a point that I don't think either of us thought we would actually get to camp is beginning this week and he is still on the roster. Of course, this is going to come down to him taking a physical, which, you know, we all expect that he will fail given the the status of his neck injury right now and just overall health. But how do you feel about Eichel being at camp right now with all of the drama and, and clouds that are surrounding him. Um,
0: it's weird, but as this dragged on, I, I kind of thought it might happen. And I don't know if he's actually going to play, like you said about the physical and probably not passing it. That'd be interesting. Like, Can you just go home then if he doesn't pass the physical? I believe That is the case. Yeah. So that maybe it's not that big of a deal that he's coming to camp and they're still going to look for a trade partner, but maybe if people are really skeptical about this next thing, the Sabres will need to have him show that he can play at some point, but you know, clock's kind of ticking now because deadline trades are tough. We saw what could happen with Taylor hall last year. You don't always get the value. Sometimes you just have to do it. And while he is signed for a few more years after this, uh, his no trade clause kicks in or no move clause kicks in I believe next July first. So I don't know. I mean, I guess we'll see if anything pops up when he's here or if he just
1: does a physical and leaves. I can't imagine he'll be made available to the media or anything like that.
0: Probably not. No.
1: Yeah, definitely not. It should be interesting. I mean, it's at least some sort of movement with this whole situation. I mean, you know, we'll see what ends up happening with the physical. And if anything else, any other news comes out with him being in town. But the very least, it should be interesting and give us something to talk about in a situation that we've just been kind of waiting for the the pin to drop. Um, And so moving on off of Jack Eichel, actually, again, sticking with the topic of camp and players in question for uh, for being there, Rasmus Dahlin. He still has not been signed to a contract. You and I both have made our opinions on this very clear that you should not make the same mistake you made with Sam Reinhart and just commit that you should just commit to this guy, give him a long-term deal. Hopefully giving him more term will bring the dollar amount down a little bit. But I think that similar to Reinhart, You are walking into a very, very dangerous situation if you try and do the whole bridge thing again. I mean, show that you're going to learn from your mistakes. And obviously, defense is a lot different than forward when it comes to development and when it just comes to, I guess, knowing what you have early on. But that doesn't change the fact that we're talking about a guy who was a first overall pick who you have seen show flashes when given the right opportunities and played properly to his strengths. You know, he's not going to be Victor Hedman. We know that now, but if you can run, if you have the chance of this guy just being like a John Carlson type who just racks up points for you, I think you take that and run with it and not even think twice about it because he could still be a franchise altering defenseman. It's just that, you know, he's not going to have the defensive prowess of a guy like Hedman, but if he's putting up points for you and he ends up becoming a 50, 60 point per season guy, give him eight years and just don't look back.
0: Yeah. Oh, I a hundred percent agree. I've, I've been, you know, pushing that for a little while. Yeah. Let's say eight years, 58 million, get it done.
1: Love it. I'm in.
0: Yeah, do you think it gets done in the next two weeks? Because what day does camp start?
1: Uh, I'm not – I know the regular season at least starts on October 14th. I believe that's the Sabres' first game. Yeah. So, so I would think that there is definitely a rush to get this done. I there would... are a lot of unsigned big-name RFAs right now. Yeah. Because Pedersen isn't
0: signed either, is he? Or is, is Quinn Hughes signed? Neither of them. Wow. Is anyone signed? Or I mean, nope. any of those guys that have uh, – you know what I'm talking about? Like the guys yeah. that have basically been the whole summer.
1: Oh, yeah. No, there, there have not been, uh, you know, the guys that we've been waiting on here. But yeah, I mean, Darlene, I think, uh, you know, he's he's like those guys where maybe it's to a different degree, you know, in terms of showing what they got. I mean, I think Peterson is obviously a bit of a surefire bet to really reach his potential, maybe as compared to Darlene. I don't know. But um, yeah,
0: it's interesting because he didn't have a great year last year. And I'm sure he's looking for 10, 11 million a year.
1: Yeah, he definitely didn't, but I have to think that somebody like that, I mean, I think he's going to be okay. Not to get too technical, but he's going to be fine. <laughs> he pro- Yeah. Well, so Hughes is
0: is another one. Hughes is not unlike Darlene in that he's been pretty inconsistent on defense. And right. Spent a lot of last year fishing the puck out of the net. So yep. that's, that's not good. But yeah, so it looks like those two and Brady Kachuk.
1: Yeah, why don't we just take him off of Ottawa's hands? We can take him. Oh, the, last year's called the trophy winner, Kirill Kaprizov. Oh, yeah, him too, obviously. Geez. Not signed. I'll put it this way. I'm more confident that Dalene gets his deal done than I am that Kaprizov does.
0: Uh, that is a, uh, a sticky situation because yeah. he's the only exciting player they've ever had. <laughs> so I would... Uh, yeah. Don't talk would about have... my
1: boy Manny Fernandez like that.
0: <laughs> I mean, they had Thomas Vanek. I guess Vanek's exciting. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. the wild! What a, what a, a, not strange, but it's been like 20 years, and they've basically never been really good or really bad. Yeah. Or, or really interesting.
1: Mm-hmm. All the above. Yeah. Or none yeah, of should, the above, I should by say. By the way,
0: your boy Bob Thomas is also unsigned.
1: My boy Bob Thomas.
0: Yeah, Bob Thomas. Uh, we we really wanted him in the uh, you were really pushing for him to be in the O'Reilly trade
1: I really was I really did want him I'm just a really big fan of matchbox 20 and I thought that <laughs> would be really cool to have on our team oh man he should get done soon though i mean I know his deal is i I don't know what the holdup is there. Um, I'm not as plugged into the blues as I maybe once was but he's I'd have a hard time thinking, even though he does have like a, he's had a good outlook that his deal would necessarily break the bank for them. No.
0: So I'm looking at this list that sports and I put out and it just, it's those six guys I listed who were all like, you know, all-star level young guys. Maybe some of them like Hughes and Darlene are not totally living up to their uh, hype recently. And then the last two guys I just listed are Kiefer Bellows and Anatoly Gol- <laughs> Golshev. Not, oh not, wow. not quite you're on big, the same level
1: you're a big Kiefer bellows guy aren't you
0: i love uh i love the name Kiefer.
1: Kiefer sutherland
0: he's a good actor right i mean people like him
1: i i don't have an opinion on him
0: i don't really either he is in a uh, stand by me you ever see Never, that
1: i have but I, I was actually thinking about this yesterday this is a, a really random point that's a little bit off topic but Do you ever just like think about how there's like some actors where it's like, you know, their face, you know, you know, the stuff that they're in, you know, their movies, but you just can't for the life of you picture somebody being like, Hey, I'm a big fan of that guy. You know, like the person that made me think of this was Adrian Brody. I know this is extremely random and I'm going off base a little bit here, but for whatever reason I had Adrian Brody just like, I, I was thinking about like, just, I, I don't know, just actors, I guess, who I just know from stuff. I know are, are pretty good actors, but I'm just like, is anybody actually like a fan of them? And I was legitimately shocked to find that he has over a million followers on Twitter. I mean, I guess not shocked, I shouldn't say, but like, I, I, I just don't, he just doesn't strike me as the an actor that people are like, Oh, I love his work. Like, I don't know. And maybe that's just me not being into, like, film enough, I guess. But you know what I'm saying? Do you have any actors like that where you're like, you're good at what mm. you do, but I just can't comprehend the concept of, like, people being a big fan of you? That's
0: interesting. I do not really thought about it like that. I'm sure there's someone if I like thought Adrian about Brody, it. Adrian Brody, like,
1: have you ever met anybody who's been like, I love <laughs> that dude? No, I'm much more of an Adam Brody guy. Well, see, there you go. No, that's a, that is a good question. Hmm you are just like what? What makes like? How can you be a fan of, of this actor or actress? Like it just doesn't compute in my brain. I guess I don't know. That makes no. I, I see what you're saying. We'll you we'll, think, I, we'll think of more names for maybe like next episode or something, and just rattle some off of people. Yeah. like, you don't have fans. Like you could be a good actor, but you don't have fans.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna think about that. You know, I don't like Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney's in a lot of stuff. I thought we were, you know, seeing the last of him, but then he was in the Suicide Squad briefly. It's like, eh do i do i need you do i do it do does this film need jai courtney he's oh, in this
1: guy wow okay he's in one of
0: those uh well, that movie like detergent or whatever it was called
1: yeah no this is a trip
0: yeah. off yep. uh,
1: this is this is exactly like another guy like that i think adrian brody's probably a little bit more higher profile but yeah it's like who are people fans of this man <laughs> Are you going to a movie because you're like, oh yeah, Jai Courtney's in this? I want to go check that out. Like, I don't think anybody, maybe in the history of the earth, has ever said that. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I. Uh, hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into this. All uh, right. At some point over the next few days, and get back to Thursday's
1: show. We'll see if I have anyone I can come up with. Cool. I'm excited. We'll, we'll, let's we'll talk about it. Well, speaking of people that nobody really likes that much, good segue here. Uh, the <laughs> instigator. <laughs> uh no 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 well craig Reveille and andrew peters are no longer a part of the instigators as john vogel had reported their contract was up and most recently their showtime had been cut from two hours to one with their time slot moved uh and they decided we don't know how true this is or whatever but that there were contracts that were offered to them and they chose to not re-up them um I really did not see many people with the exception of a couple who were particularly upset about this. Um, I'm looking forward to getting Saber's talk. That is more than just saying that a guy plays with jam uh, and that they really, you know, throw their body around. Like I'm excited to bring on two people who give good insight I think Brian Duff is is like made for something like this, where he's kind of acting as like the de facto host and Marty is kind of like his wingman that plays off of him a bit. Um, but I think Brian Duff gives pretty good insight. Marty, we all love and, and know very well. And I think the fact that he is getting an expanded role in the show is really, really good. It makes me really happy. And I think that this is just something that's long overdue. I think that the quality of that show has just been waning. I think interest in the show has probably been waning as well. And it's just going to be nice to uh, think of – it's nice to think about the prospect that there will be some sort of simulating, stimulating Sabres talk on that in that time slot for that show. Right, and they're sticking with one hour though, right? I think that's the case for now, but I almost wonder if things go well if they end up going back. Well, I, I uh, would not be
0: surprised uh, if that is kind of dependent on how the Sabres do because right now the Sabres uh, – do not really deserve uh their own dedicated two-hour spot. And I imagine people are much more interested in hearing about the Bills right now. They have that new Bills show with Sal Capaccio and Joe DiBiasi. I'm yep. sure people are significantly more interested in that. And will remain that way. Uh if this saber season goes anything uh like we think it's gonna go. Yeah. Yeah. But before we get uh too much more into this, let's take a, a break real quick and hear from one of our sponsors. Now, when I say one of our sponsors, I mean our only sponsor. <laughs> it's DraftKings. So, as we all saw yesterday, you know, or today, sorry, this week, whatever. Week two of college football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week three with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off another action pack week, DraftKings is giving new customers $150 instantly when they bet $1 in any football game. Listen up, because you don't want to miss this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 and any week three game and to receive $150 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. So what do you got to do? You want to download the DraftKings app, DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $150 in free bets when you place one a $1 bet in any football game. Promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, excuse me, New Jersey, Indiana, and Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or Indiana 1-800-9-WITH-IT. All right. So, we're back.
1: We are back. We are so back. And we are talking about the instigators. So I guess, you know, to kind of further on, on this topic, Taylor, I mean, are you are you going to miss anything about having Peters and Revea on the air? Uh, I thought Peters is kind of
0: funny a while ago, but I don't know. Maybe his stick ran out or whatever. It was, so it was interesting. I thought it was actually a better show when it was Peters and um, Kevin Sylvester way back in the day, about 10 years mm-hmm. ago. It was a little bit more entertaining. There was a good give and take there. And then it changed a few times, like bringing Reve on, I think a lot of people are like, oh, uh, uh, let's say, quote unquote, more knowledgeable voice than Peters, who's more of a, a character. But Reve really, uh, I'm not a big fan of him on the radio. And I think a lot of the takes that Reve and Peters had were kind of regressive and I, I don't think it was especially smart hockey talk. And a lot of it was like, oh, bringing on a friend that they played with and, and talking about the good old days a lot. Uh, Marty is a, I think a much more intelligent guy and smarter hockey guy. And frankly, he's good. He's good on TV. So I imagine he'll be good on the radio. That'll be interesting. I love Duff. I think he's really good. He's, he's done a really good job at hosting the intermission report. So yeah, it's, it'll be good. I mean, I think, I think this is going to be a decent show. I don't, i don't usually listen to i didn't listen to hockey hotline that much and i you know have listened to the instigators even less recently not even because of my preference just because during saber season how much do you want to listen to the radio for hours a day about the team
1: yeah i mean it's it's usually quite a while since that's the case
0: yeah a lot of bad news recently so it's it's tough and i know i'm saying that on a sabers podcast so it's (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm aware of the irony or or whatever if i sound hypocritical yeah but yeah i uh, during saber season yeah hopefully at some point the sabers are good enough to make me want to listen to to duff and marty
1: yeah agreed and i think also just furthering your point about just like their general dynamic and like their guests i mean to be fair they would have some interesting guests on i mean i know darren Dreger and Elliot friedman both had pretty regular spots on the show so that's um, one interesting guest But the problem is, though, is that they were just both pretty horrendous interviewers. I remember specifically listening to when they had interviewed Owen Power. And it was just like... I guess I just didn't like... Like, I get that the whole point of the show is that they're like hockey guys, quote-unquote. And, you know, whatever. But, like, it just wasn't professional, I guess. Like, their questions for interviewing really weren't that great. It was pretty, like... Basic stuff, and also just honestly, they just gave up like major meathead vibes.
0: Yeah, they really did. I mean, you can have one of those guys, I don't think you should have two. You cannot, have frankly, two.
1: on a radio they, show if it's like a podcast, then like whatever, do your thing. But if you're talking yeah. about like the flagship radio show for a team, you can't have that,
0: right? I, you know, like I said, I really didn't like the format of having two guys that aren't really good radio guys. Like, I think in this case, you would much rather have a host. And a former player which is what they're doing now with, right with duffer and marty right even if it was you know duff and peters like i said the sylvester and peters one it worked well enough i guess mm-hmm. yeah well so the bills uh coming up
1: the bills uh,
0: i'm kind of disappointed not in the team i'm disappointed because it seemed like we were gonna have uh ryan fitzpatrick and tyrod taylor and back-to-back weeks
1: and now we and get neither
0: neither of them it seems like now we'll see on taylor but Fitz is out. we will be facing Taylor Heineke this week. And then probably Davis Mills, I think his name is. Oh, yeah, know, baby. Houston.
1: I drafted him yeah. like the second last round of my dynasty draft this year. So hopefully that ends up working out well. Hmm. Not against the Bills, but. Yeah,
0: interesting. Yeah, that's too bad. I, I kind of wanted to see both of those guys.
1: Yeah. Unf- oh, well. Are you going to any of the games coming up?
0: Not coming up. I'm going to a game with you, though.
1: Yeah, wait, we didn't get tickets for that yet, did we? I don't know because you were gonna get them. Okay, I need definitely to didn't that. charge
0: them for me for the Monday was,
1: night game. Yeah, okay, we need to do that. I'm gonna do that like <laughs> right after we are done recording today. <laughs> um, I was wondering, but yeah, uh, that's my bad. That's my bad. So,
0: no, it's interesting for the first time really in our lives, the bills are a hot ticket. I know they usually sell out still, but you know, if you wanted to go to a game, you could just go in 2019, they were good, they went 10 and six we wanted to go to a November game against the Washington football team and hey, we could just go, mm-hmm. just do it because you could just get tickets. Like you could do that. I mean, and it'd be a reasonable price. You could go for like $70, $80, not anymore. Additionally, you know, what's interesting about this uh, Washington game, Brendan,
1: what's this that? is our,
0: our 17th opponent because they're not, they don't follow the traditional format of how the schedule would, you know, normally be laid out since there's 17 weeks now. So I don't I don't know how they decided on who was going to play their seventeenth team because like I assume most people know this every year you play your division rivals twice that's six games you play one division in the AFC that rotates every three years and then that's ten and then a division in the NFC that rotates every four years so you play one division year obviously that's fourteen and then the two other AFC teams that finish in the same spot in their division as you not from the division you're already playing that's sixteen. How do they decide the 17th game? How? Why are we playing Washington? No complaints. I don't think they're very good.
1: Good question. I do not know.
0: No. Interesting. Better them than like, you know.
1: Well, I don't know. Yeah,
0: I I was trying to think. Who's good in the NFC? The Rams?
1: Yeah. I wouldn't want to play that. Good for him.
0: Yeah. Good for him.
1: Good for indeed. Yeah. Taylor, do you have any other thoughts you'd like to share? Hmm not really cool me neither i have no thoughts ever seems like a good place to end today
0: yep we'll, <laughs> we'll get back after it i mean we're pretty close to the ancient up on doing season preview type things so we'll probably oh, have yeah. some guests on soon for that but besides our, that our I mean, big
1: grand announcement that we have to make about season three too that's right That'll we're actually fun.
0: gonna get joe rogan
1: this time yep no he has already signed a contract joe rogan is leaving his podcast to join ours right he can't get enough of the sabers he really can't he loves it folks he just he loves them well with that being said everybody thank you for tuning into this episode of straight up sabers presented by the hockey podcast network as taylor had said earlier earlier in the episode this has been brought to you by DraftKings. make sure you're using our promo code thpn at checkout to take advantage of great deals Make sure you're checking out the Hockey Podcast Network, too, and all of our fellow shows as the season is just starting to get underway. And make sure you're also subscribing to this podcast, Straight Up Sabres, on your respective streaming platform of choice and following us on our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We'll be back with a new episode on Thursday. Thanks so much and have a great day.